Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. It's that little chico pit boom, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at negative to positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken and you know, that's fire. Now, Babo, you know that you can get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on negative to positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. I have been fed, that's a fact. I have been fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, figgins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another brand new episode of the Collider Games podcast. My name is Dennis Dan, and we've got another international episode with me and Doran here in L.A., and then also Josh over in South Africa. How are you doing, Josh? I'm doing good, except for the fact that we don't have electricity for five hours of a day, every day now. <laughs> yeah, aren't we on a time crunch? Aren't we on like a Mission Impossible thing right now with you? Like we got like 45 minutes before your power like goes out. Yeah. Literally, and like it will. Well, I mean, sometimes they're sometimes they're twenty minutes late with turning it off. But like usually, I mean, earlier today they were about five minutes late. They were pretty pretty on it today. But then they actually ended it sooner. Like it's supposed to the power supposed to be off for two and a half hours, but earlier today was only off for two hours. Okay. Uh, so yeah, if you see yeah. Josh disappear uh, towards the end of the podcast, you'll you'll know why. All right. Uh, That'd be my it's electricity. Weird. <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of huge, huge news this week, but a lot of little things coming out. Um, This one kind of came out today. Uh, We knew Ubisoft uh, Forward uh, was going to be this Sunday on July 12th. We knew they were going to talk about uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla and a bunch of other games. Uh, But the not-so-secret Far Cry 6 got leaked ahead of time um, with... Uh, Giancarlo Esposito of uh, Breaking Bad fame, uh, Gus Fring being the main villain. I guess his villain is Anton Castillo. Uh, I am, you know, I'm familiar with Far Cry, but I've never really played the games. Um, Dorian, are you a fan of the franchise? And, and what do you think about this this leak slash teaser now for uh, Far Cry 6? 
I'm kind of in the same boat as you were. I'm not really play. I, I think I play a little bit of Far Cry 3, but besides that, I haven't really touched the franchise as much. I've just been a, like aware of it outside of like the gaming sphere. But as far as this news, like as soon as I like like because I remember him, uh, the actor confirming that he is playing. Uh, he was going to be in an upcoming video game, and once it was confirmed that it was Far Cry, I was like, all right, bet. Well, let me. I was like, let me jump back into the franchise, and I already saw some like fan theories about who the the little kid is because it they they're. they're thinking like it might be a prequel because a little kid from uh, three has the same eyebrow mark as the main villain in three. So they're thinking that might be a prequel. I don't know, but this news excites me because he like, he, he's one of my favorite uh, actors and antagonists in any franchise. So if he's in a video game, I'm signing up for that. Yeah. He's also the main villain in Mandalorian as well. Yeah. So, and also, uh, I, I kind of think, though, like, I, I kind of think this was a planned PR campaign rather than an actual leak. Like, there's no way you, you, you get some news, like, two days before the actual event. I think they were just hyping it up for the event on Sunday. Like, they had a teaser ready and everything. Like, here's an 11-second teaser. Come, make sure to come on Sunday. So I, I kind of think it was a, a strategy uh, They were hyping it. Move. Yeah. Hyping the event, which is on Sunday. And if you sign into the the Ubisoft, uh, what is their call? Everyone's got their own thing, right? Uh, it's Ubisoft Forward. Uh, like their, you know, like um, EA has their EA Play or oh, it's whatever. Called, uh, U Play. Yeah, U Play. You you can get Watch Dogs two for free if you like do it during the time period of 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 the of the Ubisoft board event. Um, you know, obviously I'm looking most forward to checking out the stuff about um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. They said the release date for this, because it was on a PlayStation store, Hong Kong listing, the release date for Far Cry six was February 18th, 2021. And the game is also going to get a free PS4 to PS5 upgrade, which is kind of the norm now. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you, you buy something, because they don't want you to, regret buying a brand new system and buying a game uh after um josh are you familiar with the far cry franchise have you played it at all yes sir let me tell you something dennis far cry 2 was a game changer for me in terms of gaming i mean i think it was a game changer for a lot of people because of the the i'm I'm not too sure if i could call it the physics engine i actually actually it's the physics engine but um far cry 2 had this amazing uh feature where you're basically out in the felt. Also, the reason I like Far Cry 2 is because they had um, South Africans in it as like mm-hmm. the main, like, not the main villains, but like you could like, like the people shooting you had South African accents. And I thought that was quite cool. Like very thick um, white South African accents. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was just nice to shoot them down, you know, my own people. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so you have, you, you had a flamethrower uh, and this, the game had the most amazing physics in terms of grass burning and the way that the grass, the fire would catch and like spread and this was before any other game like did that kind of thing where fire could spread like that and you could start a forest fire in the game so i played the absolute crap out of far cry 2 there was so much in that game that i loved so many little like easter eggs mysteries far cry 3 came out and that one that by for me so far far cry 3 has got the most character to any of the far cry games but that's a personal opinion it's also got the the best um vast it's got the best like uh like antagonist in my opinion, I mean, he's the most popular antagonist as well, I think, from the series. So Far Cry 3, also loads of fun. Had some great DLC. Uh, Blood Dragon, which is like this like retro 80s like DLC for the game, which is quite cool. Uh, Far Cry 4, I played because I remember there was a co-op mode. I didn't really get too far into it because I didn't have anyone to play with. 
But then uh, Far Cry 5 came out. I was very excited for Far Cry 5 because it was the first ever Far Cry that they set in America. They could never really set a Far Cry game in America because of the issues of, like, killing American citizens and, and shooting Americans. You know what I mean? It's a bit difficult. So it was the first ever game that they set Why? in America. Why? And... a crazy gun culture here? Hmm. <clears throat> Most probably, yeah. I don't... But they're... They, well, it's more so like they had to be very careful of how they were going to do a game if they were going to set it in America, you know what I mean? And they do it through the form of a, a crazy cult preacher, pastor type dude, which I love. Far Cry 5 had, I think, a very interesting world, but in my opinion, where it full, fell flat a bit was in the game mechanics. The reason I didn't actually enjoy Far Cry 5 that much was because it was like, for me, the biggest downside was you couldn't shoot through a lot of walls which sounds stupid but in the previous games it was fairly simple if you're like taking down uh, an enemy like fortress or whatever you want to call them you can shoot through walls and take the people down with this with far cry 5 i couldn't shoot through like a wooden post you know what i mean it just didn't make sense to me but um far cry 5 it had some really good game mechanics and in my opinion some bad game mechanics uh, i don't know i didn't see the announcement for the six one or hear much about it but it's it's look there's there's a big fan base for this game so there that's we we got that going for it I got no I'm curious as to where they're gonna set the sixth game you know what, what country or what like uh, what area just, they're gonna it put looks it in Cuban they said from the that that could be fun yeah it says a tropical paradise frozen in time which sounds something like a Cuban setting uh it's 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 yeah. the island of Yara the largest Far Cry uh, playground to date. Uh, and then they they were saying there's a multiplayer, a two player multiplayer mode. Yeah, um, the co-op was a big. Uh, I remember for Far Cry Four that was a big seller. Ever since, because Far Cry Four had a lot of success because of the co-op mode, which is why they put it on the, which is why they're going to continue to do it for the uh, for the rest of the IP's existence. You know. Yeah, and not only did Far Cry Six leak ahead of time, there was a big. This one I don't think was done on purpose, which was the a lengthy boss fight for Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It was like thirty minutes, I think, of footage oh, damn. that had been leaked out. And so this this is starting to become the you know the norm now. We have like um, the leaks from uh, Last of Us Part Two, and then we have th- these leaks. You know, it's like it's becoming commonplace now, and. I, I don't know what you can do to prevent this because there's so many people that have access to, unlike movies. Movies, first of all, movie stuff does leak, but it's a lot harder to get accesses to um, actual footage of movies. I guess mm-hmm. the scripts are much easier to get um, when it comes to movies. Um, but yeah, with games, it's like so many people have their hands on the actual <laughs> game code. And especially um, now, because people are working from home, so everybody's yeah. just having to send files via online, so it's a lot riskier, I guess. True. Yeah, so 30 minutes of uh, Valhalla was leaked, uh, some images from Watch Dogs Legion. Um, so we'll see. I'm excited you for know, that. It, I'm actually really excited for Legion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I never played the previous games, but just seeing the, the ability to be jumping from character to character to character seems... I will say this, Dennis. You are not missing out on anything by not playing the previous two games. <laughs> like, well, the second I, I think, one's free. Yeah. The second one's going to be free. I mean, that's where we've come to. I've realized in, at least in, in for me, you guys are younger, but like, you know, when I was younger, it's like you had to save up your money 
get the game that you wanted to get. It was like a big deal. And like that game had to last you three to six months before you could probably get another one. Right. Um, nowadays I, there's like so much free stuff like that I, or stuff either I bought that I haven't played yet or free stuff that I've access to that. I just don't have time to like full on triple a titles that I know are good that I just don't have time to play. And that's kind of where we're at in this, in this uh, overflow of content, video games, movies, television, all that good stuff. Just, I don't know. Where was this when I was a kid, when I had plenty, plenty of time? They were in Um, the magazines, Dennis. They were on CDs and magazines. (laughs) Yeah, I had that as well. Um, All right. uh, Moving on. Uh, Before we move on to the next topic, I want to just kind of plug the Last of Us Part 2 spoilers review that uh, me and Dorian did, uh, which is on the YouTube channel right now. It's also on the podcast channel. If you are listening to the podcast, you can listen to it. There we go. Almost an hour uh, uh, about uh, going in depth about the game. Uh, If you can, I'd suggest watching the YouTube one just because I put a bunch of time into laying in. b-roll footage every time me and doran talked about a specific scene i laid in corresponding footage so uh check that out when you guys get a chance there's something we did talk about in there briefly um that also you know is is a topic of discussion maybe we can get josh's input on that because me and doran talked about is is this online harassment uh that that uh especially abby's voice actor uh laura bailey is getting also neil Druckmann has been getting some stuff just a lot of hate Oof. messages i, I had a feel, i had a feeling neil Druckmann was gonna get some hate for like i mean just the stupidest reason it's it's his artistic vision leave the man alone you know what i mean yeah it's, it's yeah. been ridiculous especially with uh laura bailey because i you haven't played it yet josh but i, I don't want to say she's like a mm-hmm. controversial character but like i enjoyed Every, everything was spoiled for me already dorian oh okay, maybe yeah so some literally like a lot of fans, about it. the whole game is spoiled well we don't want to tell yeah spoiler, we don't yeah a lot of fans were just upset yeah. about uh about abby so like they went and found the actual voice actress which is like bro first of all she's an actress like her like you gotta there's a like you gotta learn how to separate the actor from from the actual role like she's a human being she's just doing like this is her nine to five job like how would like you feel if you were like a, a grocery store person somebody was like harassing you just for doing your work so it's just like ridiculous like, you're not bagging I, I, I those groceries that. yeah like, like bro what are you doing like it's, it's ridiculous it's a fictional game so i hate seeing That's her crazy. like being emotional and being like feeling like she's unsafe because you mentioned it on the on the podcast and it says like she like people whenever we do start to go back to these conventions and stuff like that like if i was a voice actress if i was her i'd be like bro do i even want to go to an event do i even like yeah. like this is it's weird now like so i'd be worried I, I, you know yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. so so it's just like come on it's, it's, it's video game we're supposed to be having fun i mean yeah, like yeah. it's it's a, another like thing to draw from that is a, a good example is just imagine someone was upset at a character from a movie in the same way like you pl- imagine playing hitler in a movie and people are like you're a horrible person man for playing hitler in a movie and it's like well did you hate me then i did a good job <laughs> it's like and it's they, so tried to do, they tried to do that to type some people tried to do that to type even though it was his was a parody and like they were like did you watch it and he was like no i'm making fun of hitler but people and that yeah, yeah that we see that all the time Jojo we Rabbit see all the time with some of those netflix shows like i remember the, the black actress from 13's Reasons, people were harassing her because of her role, like, shit like that. It's just ridiculous. Like, fictional characters, bro. Come on, grow up. It's, it's childish. That's, that's sad. Yeah. That's sad. 
And and what we talked about in in our spoiler view as well was like a lot of this hate is coming from people who didn't even play the game. Yeah, just read yeah. the leaks. They found out oh this character did this and this and whatever. Oh I hate you and then whatever. So Donny uh, Dog came out and they they condemned on Twitter uh, on July fifth. They said any form of harassment or threats direct directed towards our team and cast. They said, although we welcome critical discussion, we condemn any form of harassment or threats directed towards our team. Safety is our top priority, but we must work together, root out this type of behavior and maintain a constructive and compassionate discourse. That's the thing is like this behavior, not not limited to gamers, because it's you see in television and movies as well. It's like what what happened? When did this this um, when did people become so cut off from reality? Like, soon as, you, as soon as they realized that you could do anonymous troll accounts without like having anything linking back to your personal, that's when like, all right, we can talk as much shit. That's why we need. There yeah. needs to be a real show where you can just you just find out the people. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's like reality shows, but it's just like you you find out who's talking trash. You go to their actual place and you find out it's like a middle aged white man, and then y'all just have to fight. Like you just have to beat their ass. Like that's that's a show I I, I'd be a host people. for. Dude, you, you should pitch that to the people who do catfish. Yeah, bro. Do like, call, do, do, call do trolls the show. You know, Just... keyboard warrior the show. Yeah. Before, um, so, uh, anyways, yeah, it's, yeah it's we we, it's ridiculous. But uh, you know, if you enjoyed the last of us part, or even if you didn't, but you actually played through it, check out our spoiler review and see why we thought a lot of the quote unquote controversial decisions actually worked into. Uh, the game's favor um another thing we can't talk about the game other than that we have ghost of shishima me and dorian we've been playing it and that we will be having a non-spoiler review on tuesday is it tuesday tuesday, tuesday. 7 a.m tuesday 7 a.m we'll have a non-spoiler review out and then on uh we'll probably wait because it, it comes out on that next friday on the 17th mm-hmm. we'll probably wait till the next Monday or Tuesday to release the spoilers review of that. But then we'll also be streaming. Yeah. Walkthroughs, playthroughs, a lot of stuff, a lot of content. I have a question for you guys. What's up? I got a question. Can we answer the question? Can we, can we actually answer the question? I know for, I know for a fact you can, because it's a vague question and it has to do with something that was announced a long time ago about the game. What is the black and the black and white filter? Like Uh, we can't talk about that. That's not, you can't, they announced it. Yeah, no, we like, can't talk about that. That was in the trailer. We can't talk about our opinion on it. All I can oh, tell you is it's called, the Kurosawa, it's called the Kurosawa mode. You got, you got three oh, ways you can do it. That's good, you can yeah. do English voice acting, or you can do Japanese voice acting with English subtitles, or Kurosawa mode, which is Japanese voice acting, English subtitles, and black and white. You know, let us know down in the comment section below. Subs or dubs? Subs for life. All, all I can say is I chose... Uh, to do the samurai mode, which is the Japanese uh, voice acting with the subtitle. Yeah, I'm doing that one yeah, as that's, well. That's, that's, yeah, that's that, that was it, my it's, it's dope. But yeah, we're, no more talking about that. But before we move on to the okay. next uh, little bit of news, I did want to jump back to the just the Ubisoft uh, forward, just because I got to play a little bit of the Hyperscape game. Their their new battle oh, royale yeah. that they're they're oh, dropping. I'm so, so jealous. I, I got to play a couple of rounds of that. It took me, it, it, I think definitely it was just a beta still, like there is definitely some bugs and tweaks that they need to balance out in terms of weapons and things like that. But the time I did play, I enjoyed it because it, it had a little bit of mix of Apex and what people wanted from uh, Titanfall 2, like within Apex. So kind of 
blended those and added this new thing. It's just, it took me a little bit to get used to because I was trash at it. I played for a, a few hours, but I thought it was interesting how they distributed the the code. So you like, they gave it out to like key influencers within the streaming community on Twitch. And then to get the code, you had to like watch their, watch their stream. And then you got the, you got a, a the, Twitch, uh, Twitch tip, drops. Twitch drop. Yeah, that's what it's called. And then yeah. you were able to get it. So I thought that was cool how they implemented that. You were able to kind of play with them as you were watching. So I, I tried think that they did that because of the success uh, i think they did that because of the success from valorant they did the same thing with valorant mm. where they did twitch drops and that's how you got access to it i was honestly i was looking for a twitch drop but then i found out that my region isn't available for the uh the beta um uh, dorian have you ever played any arena games before like quake or unreal tournament because there's no. a lot of arena elements in hyperscape like a lot of arena shooter type things where it's very, I mean, it's very fast paced. The, the game's yeah, fast paced. It, it, it was just, very fast paced. I was yeah. trash. Yeah, it was just yeah. trash. Are, arena shooters are fast paced. Like, I mean, you'll get like the same type of gameplay from Doom, for instance, you know, that mm-hmm. fast paced uh, arena type fighting. Yeah. It looks good though. It's well received. I mean, look, from the streamers who I have seen streaming it, they're enjoying it, you know? They're mm-hmm. saying it's obviously not perfect right now, but the game's not out yet. So, uh, yes, yeah, perfect time. It should be. Issues. I think the official release is on. I think they were dropping it for the Ubisoft Forward event, so maybe during or after the event, then people should be out get access to it. But from what I've seen thus far, I'm excited to see how this how this changes, like how people play Apex and all these other battle royale games, and if people are going to jump over to that. Because I was going to download Valorant, and I did download it, but I haven't like fully installed it. But then people were telling me like. Hey, they're gonna get your like information and stuff like that, and you need to like install the anti-cheat software or something. I was like, that's too much. I don't want to risk it. I'll wait until they fix the patch or whatever. So I'm not downloading that because I don't want to give my information out or anything like that to China. So I mean, it's 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 fine right now, honestly. Like it's like I know that's what, what people say. No, nah, I don't, dude, I don't know, man. Really, I don't risk it's it. really not. It is really not an issue. I I think you shouldn't download Valorant until you've at least played some Counter Strike first, because I know you don't play mouse and keyboard much. And no, I'm, I'm you need to play. With, some I'm sticking with the Xbox controller, man. It's not like it's not happening. I'm not. There's no. I tried the mouse. You can't do it on it. Valorant. I downloaded no Overwatch. Controller I tried to Valorant. play a couple games with the mouse. It's just not for me, bro. Like Xbox or PS4 controllers. I'm sticking with that for yeah. for the rest of my computer days. Yeah, you won't be able to try out Valorant then. There's no, um, there's no port for like the controller. Oh, as far for as real? I know. Oh, yeah. That's what I was saying. I mean, you would lose anyway. So, I mean. That's true. Well, it's because of the amount of flack. It's amount. Of, it's, it's because of the the choice that they did that is because of the amount of flack that Fortnite gets for allowing. They do like the pro competitions. You can choose if you want to use a controller or if you want to use a mouse and keyboard. Now, there's a lot of advantages to using a mouse and keyboard, and there's also a lot of advantages to using a controller because controller has very slight aim assist. But that slight aim assist is what the PC players complain about. But then it's like you get the you get the accuracy better. You get those flick shots better on a mouse. You know what I mean? So like it's a lot of people in the competitive scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, it, each thing has their upsides and downsides. Like a, like a controller player will have a bunch of pros and cons. A, a, a mouse and keyboard player will have a bunch of pros and cons. But that's why I think they need to separate it. You know what I mean? Like have your own like if you want to play with a controller, have a league for that and have a league for. Um, mouse and keyboard which is I, I think that's valorant's point is that some people um if they, if they did have to release a controller uh, like i know that they're going to want it to come to console eventually and i hope that and i i do hope that they uh, bring out controller support but they need to not be able to mix the two together for esport purposes yeah if they want to do, do it, it for fun if you're just playing for fun that's fine but if you're, <clears throat> you're actually mm-hmm. competing it should be should be separated um how's your valorant playing going josh dude i am 
killing it. I'm I'm taking the game very seriously. I literally every single day I watch strategy videos. Every single like patch that comes out, I read the patch list. What walls can I shoot through? Where can I wall bang? Who got nerfed? What guns got nerfed? What guns got buffed? Like I'm taking this so I dude I I love it. I'm loving the game. I, the, the the initial hype has died out. I will say because there was a lot of launch hype, and right now the game isn't growing as much as it should. But the game itself, the gameplay, they're still adjusting balance, if you will. They're still getting, they're still working out some balance points, and um, a lot of people love it. I mean, Shroud, Shroud loves it. You're still seeing a lot of like uh, big teams taking it seriously. I'm enjoying Valorant a lot. I'm curious to see because it's fresh. I'm curious to see as how it's going to compete with Hyperscape because that's I think that's where it is right now. Because look, Fortnite has solidified itself in its spot forever. I think. Whether it like does bad or not, it's already got the playership. It's it's got the it's got the fan base. You know what I mean with the kids and stuff. Apex is still doing a great job. Warzone is doing a good job, but it's kind of falling off. Um, but yeah, in terms of Valorant getting well, Valorant's not about battle royale. But in terms of like an FPS, um, like esports oh, type of game, game that you take it seriously and free to play. And free to play. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm very curious just to see because I think those two games are going to compa- uh, compete in terms of like. It's it's two it's two different game styles, but but it's a free to play game, and you know it's and people trying to get into esports and things like that. I'm curious to see how who's going to do better here, Hyper um, Hyperscape or Valorant in the long run. Yeah, well, we're going to talk a little more about FPSs and battle royales later in the show, and uh, we'll talk about John Romero's comments. Um, all right, uh, this piece of news, Dorian actually did a news piece on this, but uh, me and Josh haven't chimed in yet. Rockstar. They're going to be doing a AAA open world VR game with the people who did the LA Noir uh, VR. Uh, they developed that, so they're going to work with Rockstar too. So we're wondering, like, is this going to be a new new IP they're going to create for VR, or if they're going to use an existing one, which I think most likely they're going to do. Obviously, they already did LA Noir, so that leaves that off the table. You've got Red Dead Redemption. Mm-hmm. You got GTA. Uh, even uh, I think. Uh, Dorian, you mentioned Max Payne. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ooh, that would be sick. Dude, so a new Josh, Max Payne game? So, Josh, Sorry, what do that, you think this would well, be? Yeah. It's open world, well, though. We haven't really seen an open world Max Payne game. Man, I would overthrow a tiny nation for another Max Payne game. So if it is that, I'm very happy. Um, in terms of what I think for it, look, I mean, look, we can we can obviously say, like you said, we can say it's not going to be Red Dead. It's not going to be L.A. Noir. It's definitely not going to be Bully because I, I like no. the team from from L.A. Noir. I don't think they would have anything to do with Bully whatsoever. I don't yeah. think it's I, I mean, it could be something new, but it really all depends on what do we know what city GTA six will be taking place in? Because I think that I think it could be the next GTA. But but they're saying VR. Yeah, yeah, but I, I, it would be it would be like two or three years down the line. I think this will be after like after the PS5 VSR uh, PS the next model PS PSVR comes out. Like I think this is a long way away. Like because the LinkedIn the LinkedIn article for the jobs it, it said they're just now looking for like new engineers and people to bring onto the team. So it's a ways away. So by the time 
I think they made the announcement there will already have been like a companion game if it's going to be a Grand Theft Auto 6 or or a, a Max Payne or something like that. So I'm excited to see yeah. what it actually is. But I, I'm hoping it's more of an original game. I would like I would love to see them bring an original mm-hmm. VR game to life and making it then porting it over to the PSVR and seeing what happens with that. Because I, I would love and like just to see what they can do origin like originally in the VR, uh, VR world rather than just building on some building on top of something. I think it'll yeah, be a new uh, IP for sure. Because it's if, really, I'm it, going. It just, I'm, I'm, go- I'm, I'm, I'm putting it all together here, and for me, I'm thinking of what games would realistically work well in VR. And GTA would work well in VR, but I don't think that GTA Six would be a <laughs> VR project. I think Max Payne, as much as I would love a Six Max Payne game, if you Max Payne is a game that just wouldn't work in VR. It wouldn't because it's all about like those epic jumps, slow motion jumps you do with the aiming, and so I don't think it's that. I think it'll be a new IP. You know, I mean. And I don't want to say it, but it's probably going to be mafia related, you know, like, or, like, or at least like that era, you know what I mean? Like, I could see them doing like gangs could, and mafia kind of stuff. I could see them either doing like something like that or just going completely left field and doing like giving us the best action VR like game mm-hmm. you could play without it being like super physically demanding, like Iron Man the VR. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I, I would like to see what they would do with that because like something like you give us a, a, a intense, gruelly action VR game or even if they step into they just come out of left field and see how well Iron Man is doing and they like uh, do their own original comic book property. That would be sick. So I don't know. I'm excited to see what they're going to do. But I think I, I'm hoping like Josh, it's an original IP rather than something mm-hmm. they're they're building on top of. And yeah, speaking awesome. of. Oh, sorry. Just what were you saying? I just say it's the Australian developer of Video Games Deluxe, which is working with Rockstar in Sydney. Um, they've been working for the, with them for seven years now, and they're the ones who did the L.A. Noir VR case files, which now they're working on this AAA title for Rockstar. And since we're talking about VR real quick, I downloaded, uh, I haven't played it yet, but I, I bought the Super Hot VR because I saw that they're, <laughs> they're doing a, they're Such doing a, a, good game. a new one uh, dropping like on the 16th uh for uh, not a vr but like an original game for the ps4 and computer so i saw that but so i was like all right i'll i'll break for it so um, i haven't played it yet but i'm excited to to play that one have are y'all going to get the the new one that's coming up uh i mean hot yeah i'm probably i i I never finished i'll definitely get it so i'll 100 get it i mean i'm not going to get it in vr but they'll release a non-vr version no it's it's a non-vr version and then the new one's a non-vr version uh, and that then game they'll, and they'll, they'll, they'll port VR. it to VR. Because I, I played the ori- I played the original. I play. Um, it's the game is so much fun in VR. But I remember playing the original when it came out on PC. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was, I think, like only a year or two later they brought out the VR version. But the the original game blew my mind away in terms of like what you could do with an actual game on a PC in terms of how you can screw with people. There was one point in time where I played the game where like. Because I know they adapted it a bit. It's a bit different in the VR version. Like, you, there's a point in the game where you see... It's supposed to be you seeing yourself playing the game. Like, in, I, I played the game where it's like... The game was in the part where it was glitching out. And then I was watching some guy on a computer playing a game. And it was supposed to be yourself. You know what I mean? And then you have mm. to shoot the person in the head. And then when you shoot the person in the head, the game closes. Like, you're, you go back to, like, your desktop. And you have to actually reopen up the game again to get back into the game and carry on playing. And then the menu's all different and bugged out and glitched out. And, like, just the way how you could, like, trick people and screw with them. I really like that. So I'm, I hope they push the envelope with the next game in terms of, like, 
like screwing with people in that way and like kind of like because it, it creeped me out like there was a point in time where like, i got creeped out i was like what the hell's happening did they hack my pc i don't know you know i really hope that they do more stuff like that that would be cool um <clears throat> all right moving on i mean just before we end up i think it's going to be original or not not original ip i think they're using another ip they already owned kind of like half valve did with half-life alex uh, but to play devil's advocate, Valve has all that Steam money, so they could do that, basically forego that. I don't know. I mean, Rockstar has a shit ton of money, too. Uh, it's a question if, let's say they wanted to make a GTA in VR, knowing that they would be not making as much money as they could be if they made it, you know, for for uh, regular consoles and PC. So uh, that that would be the other side of that. Um, speaking of Half-Life, Alex... Um, so Jeff Keighley uh, just released uh, this thing called The Final Hours of Half-Life Alex, which is this kind of like multimedia, almost like interact. It says like interactive storybook. It's like kind of almost like a documentary slash like interactive way to like check out how the game was developed. But also it has a lot of information about canceled Valve projects, including Half-Life 3 and Left 4 Dead 3, which I found, you know, to be very interesting that from what I've read, because I haven't watched the thing yet, but they're saying that Half-Life 3 was, they were making the Source Engine 2, and they were going to make, their idea was to make it so that the levels would actually change and be different every time you played it. So, which is very interesting. Like, how can you make, like, quote-unquote good level design if it's randomly chosen they they were i think they were trying to make some sort of blend where it's random but at the same time conform to some sort of uh i don't know level design algorithm or theory or 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 whatnot uh but eventually they they dropped it because it was i guess too much resources trying to build the engine and also make the game um left for dead 3 was supposed to be an open world game set in morocco uh but also unfinished there's a bunch of other things as well i mean what josh what do you think about uh half-life 3 being canceled uh i mean dude i i thought half-life 3 was canceled 10 years ago <laughs> like mm-hmm. i love the meme don't get me wrong i will always be there for the meme and if i ever meet gabe newell in, in real life i will still ask gabe newell about half-life 3 even if he says it's like, because it's one of those things where like they can say it's canceled, but it's like they were never planning on making it in the first place, or maybe they were. Who knows? But like, nah. It's just, and on in all honesty, I think they should have just left it. Like, I enjoyed the meme more than anything else. Like, they they should just not have can- spoken about canceling it. They should have just left it. It should be like a case of like where fifty years from now, people are still going Half Life Three. Is it coming? <laughs> like, that's the that's what I would have wanted. Um. It is sad, personally, obviously, having played Half-Life 1 and 2, it is sad. Like, I I am one of those people where in the back of my mind for the past, like, freaking 15 years, I have been thinking, oh, God, what a game-changer Half-Life 3 would be. But then again, Half-Life Alex was the game-changer, in my opinion, yes. in terms of VR and moving forward. Like, they, they did the game-changing move, you know what I mean? And I haven't played Half-Life Alex yet, but it's one of those things where when I do finally get the time to play it, I have a feeling I'm going to be more oh, invested in that yeah, but I'm going to be more invested in that story than I am in a game that I played 15, 16 years ago, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the same with in, ter- in terms of getting new 
new fans to the series as well. You know what I mean? Like they're like, why why do Half Life Three when kids don't know what the hell Half Life One and Two is? You know, they'll know what Half Life Alex is, but so yeah, it does suck though. I think it's gonna be people are gonna be outraged, hundred percent. People are gonna be so upset that they're not doing Half Life Three. But I also think that a lot of us are gonna be happy that we finally have an answer. Like we finally have an answer. Um, right now, I think we mentioned this before. Half Life Alex is still on sale uh, for forty four ninety nine. Dorian, give me, give me your account. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to pay. Like that. Like uh, I'll, I'll get it eventually. But I just broke out the. I have to get back off the rift because I've been using the quest. So I don't know. I'm, I, I do want to play it because, like, from the article, it seems like. Besides, do you have a Do you have a Steam account? I uh, yeah, I do. I think we do like a family and friends thing or whatever. Oh hell yeah, let's that... we'll set that up because I got I have to break it out for because I'm getting ready to play the Walking Dead uh, Saints yeah. and Sinners update, so I got to have it out anyway. So yeah, okay. I want to definitely dive. Let's back figure out how to do um, family and friends because I I did it with uh, with the Collider Games account. All right. Um, and That's then so basically you can share games, you just can't play them at the same time, which is fine because I've already finished Half Life, Alex. I'm telling you, one of the best gaming experiences I've ever had in my life. All right, all right. So it, Give me hype. Good. And yeah. another thing, besides, like, because I'm not too familiar with the, the Half-Life franchise at all, besides, like, Half-Life Alex and wanting to do that. But in the article that you listed, it just seemed like they there were a lot of VR-related products that they were willing to dive into. So I'm excited to see what they're, besides Half-Life Alex, what they're going to debut or what they're going to explore next within the VR world. Because if they're, if you're, you're hype, you've been hyping it up since, since y'all got it, and I've been wanting to play it. But, like, I'm excited to see what they're doing next. Especially they're talking, they were talking about, making their own uh, VR headset that was going to be around $5,000. Like, bro, who has the money? Who has the money for, like, you must be a serious gamer if you're trying to do something like that. But if they ever do develop their own headset, I'd be interested. I mean, they develop their own headset, but just not the $5,000 version. They have the Valve Index, which Uh is about $1,000. But I'm assuming the $5,000 one would have been, like, what the Valve Index is, but then minus probably the the light boxes mm-hmm. and probably wireless too, but it probably would have been like you know, 5,000 bro. That's super. It would probably have been like super high end, you know, like you probably had to have like a super high end computer and, and all that stuff. Couldn't be me. Couldn't um, be me. Real quick guys, seeing as I'm going to have to uh, hop off in the next like five or six minutes. Cause I like, I want to turn my computer off before the power shuts down. So it doesn't get damaged. Can we talk about the ninja situation? Yeah, for sure. So I'll give my hot take on that real quick. So I don't like. Okay, so we know Ninja streamed the other day on YouTube. He was listed as a. It was listed as a test stream, like, and it kind of like, like he he he, like the the stream. He didn't really announce the stream. It just it just kind of showed up on YouTube, like it was there. It was a test stream. Yeah, it was kind of like a. It, it was a fluke, but I think it was a marketing ploy because he got like I think like yeah he peaked at like 176 thousand uh, viewers on his first stream. Uh, so everyone thinks that he's going to sign with um, sign with uh, YouTube. I think I think he is going to sign with YouTube, but I don't think him having streamed the other day is a sign of that. I think he's going to sign with YouTube because he he's got beef with Twitch. That's why I think he'll sign with YouTube. However, I don't. I know that he's in. He's probably going to be in negotiations right now because his 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 wife slash manager came out and basically said big things are happening. Um, they're, so they are making big deals, that's for sure. So a big deal is going to happen. I think if anything, Ninja streaming the other day on YouTube was just a flex. Like, hey, look at how many people I can bring to a platform right now. You know what I mean? I, th- mm-hmm. I think he's waiting. I think he's waiting on like a nice, big, juicy contract to sign. 
hopefully YouTube gives him a good deal because I think he would thrive on YouTube gaming. Genuinely, I think he would thrive there. Um, but yeah, what do you guys think? Because it, it, I, 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 yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't signed with YouTube yet. I know that they're talking. Like, I don't know if he's got any offers yet. He's been very hush hush on the situation. But like at the same time, he hasn't confirmed that it's going to be on YouTube. You know what I mean? But where else could he possibly go? Like, remember no, when? Remember- did he de- didn't he decline going on Facebook Gaming? Because that was a kind of like Mixer's thing. Was like. Hey, was, we're yeah, closing, literally. but we're going, but we're suggesting people go to Facebook game, which I'm sure mm. nobody, it, nobody's like, going to want to do that. But yeah. so here, like, I don't know, like someone was, some people are thinking, some people were like thinking that there is going to be another like up and comer that he might sign with or whatever. I, um, I think he will so, look, cause look, when he left Twitch, he, he still had the most subscribed channel on Twitch when he left and then Twitch used his channel to promote other stuff. And there was at one time where they ended up promoting porn on his channel by accident. <laughs> and so like, there's just a lot of beef there. I don't think he'll ever go back to Twitch for that unless they're going to fork out a lot of money. I don't think he's going to go back to Twitch. I think he's going to end up signing with YouTube gaming for sure. I just will, I will say this though, with, with regards to streaming on YouTube, I hope that YouTube makes it a lot more easier to view streamers and browse through streamers. Cause currently it's like, it's a bit difficult to look through your options of who to watch unless you're already subscribed. You know what I mean? Mm. I'd like an option on YouTube gaming where it's like you click the similar to Twitch or mixer where it's like, you see the game, you see how many people are streaming this game and it shows you the people streaming and then you can click on something, you know, it's a good way to promote new streamers as well. In my opinion, because the only, like I, I watch a lot of streamers on YouTube, but it's only because I'm already subscribed to them or I already know that they exist. You know, mm-hmm. it's, YouTube gaming is not a good place for I think people to thrive as up and comers. I think Twitch is a better place for you to go if you if you're starting out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, I know. I know you got to go, so I'm going to read off a few different uh, topics, and then you guys chime in on which ones you're going to want to talk about. First, we have uh, the PS5 uh, box has been revealed with the kind of white bar on top. They showed the Spider-Man Miles Morales box there. Beautiful. It looks uh, sick, ca- dude. Yeah. Capcom says 80% of its games are sold digitally, which is a ton. Um, and they say they're going to be 90% pretty soon. Uh, last year was only 53%, so that has jumped significantly. Um, this one, well, actually, there's a couple things. Uh, Xbox is reportedly interested in acquiring WB Interactive. We talked about that before and what a coup that would be for their exclusive gaming. Now, they wouldn't own the rights to something like Batman, but I Caboose think was right. Combat would be, yeah. Uh, that would be a game changer in the, I mean, imagine if you could only play Mortal Kombat on, on the Xbox. That'd be crazy. Oh, yeah, um, um, also, uh, July 23rd, which is in a couple weeks, that is going to be Xbox Series X uh, first party game showcase. So that's when we're going to get basically what we had with Sony uh, a few weeks ago. This is going to be their big unveiling of obviously they're going to show X, uh, Halo Infinite, but then we got to see what are the other first party exclusive games they're going to have because that's what so that's how Sony won this generation, this the the PS4 generation is they had the exclusives. Um, Sony Sony acquires a minor stake in Epic for two hundred fifty million dollars, so they are. You know, they're interested in, in the the creators of the Unreal Engine and also the owners of the Fortnite. Launcher, probably. Uh, yeah. Probably and then I know this well. one, jo- I know, Josh, you're excited about, which is Shadow Warrior 3 was announced. 
Dude, I'm so this is one of my favorite IPs of all time because it's just the best like action comedy. There's so many bad jokes, but they're like I love bad jokes, you know what I mean? And but they're known for that. They kind of push it. It's one of those games where I'm going to be actually want to stream Shadow Warrior 2 with Dorian. I'm going to try to convince you to buy it. It's on sale. It's on, it's on sale on Steam right now for 10 bucks because the second Maybe. one is a multi is, it's multiplayer and you can play it with a, a controller if you want. Also, okay. Dorian, you should download Killing Floor 2 on the Epic Games Store. It's free right now, and you can also play that with a controller. Um, I'm. It's just. It's look. If you haven't played Shadow Warrior one or two, or if you guys, if you guys are a fan of like cliche like kung fu type movies, it's got like 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 comedy kung fu movies. You guys will love this game. It's just. It's also. It's super fast paced. It's badass. The gameplay is so much fun. It's one of the, I, I once played the first Shadow Warrior game at a house party in LA. Like I was at a house party. I saw it on like an, on, a, on a PlayStation. I played it. And within like 20 minutes, everyone at the party was just staring at me playing the game because they were like drawn to the game. They were like, this is re- like just to watch, just to even like watch someone else like slay demon ass. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's amazing. I, I think, yeah. I'm I'm excited for this. It's a great game. It's one of those games where it just keeps getting popular. Obviously, it's an IP that's been around for a long time because it was a classic game from before the year 2000. I think it was from like the 90s or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they rebooted the game with Shadow Warrior 1. Um, and then, yeah, Shadow Warrior 2 kicked ass. They made a multiplayer. I'm currently playing Shadow Warrior 2 for the first time. Love it. Uh, dude, I can't wait for Shadow Warrior 3, hands down. It's it's probably the game that I'm most excited excited for currently. Nice. Um, so what do you guys think about like Sony acquiring a uh, thing and, uh, also with Xbox, uh, showcase coming up soon? I do. I'm, I'm excited about the, the showcase because I want to see what big original IPs are going to drop for the Xbox series X, just specifically because that PlayStation one was pretty good. And sp- especially with the, the Miles Morales game, that, that was like one of the, the main attractions. So mm-hmm. they have to bring something to that scale caliber of like, here's our biggest game. I know besides Halo and all that, but like something original that comes out of left field that really just knocks out of the park. So I'm excited to see what they do with that. And I wasn't originally informed about the Xbox being interested in WB news. So personally, I'm really excited for that because if they if they get WB, if they require not the rights to WB in general, but just are able to get their own original IPs from WB, like we get some flat, we get like DC games within just Xbox exclusive, like how Marvel mm-hmm. has PS4. That's a game changer. Like that would be a real defining step for Xbox in terms of original games. So that's the most exciting news I'm excited about. I hope it happens because, you know, I want some more Xbox exclusive. And if they can be in, related to DC, Mortal Kombat and all that, then it, it's, it sounds right up my alley. Um, with regards to the Sony t- uh, taking a stake in Epic, I think all this I think all this really means for the consumer is that we're going to see a lot more Sony games on the Epic Game Store. Personally, I think that's uh, that's definitely a possibility with that happening. Um, also, very excited for the the Xbox. Uh, I'm just excited to see what exclusives they're going to be talking about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I really want to see because it's one of those things where I've always been a I've always been a PlayStation guy, uh, but I really am interested in the next Xbox. You know what I mean? And I think. I think especially with them acquiring uh, Warner Brother Interactive, they've made a lot of moves in the past like year and a half in terms of acquiring studios and stuff. So I really, I'm excited to see what they're going to show us. Um, oh yeah, I, I know we didn't really talk about this too much. Uh, real quick before I go, the Left 4 Dead creators uh, revealed a concept art for a new zombie game called Back for Blood. Very excited for that. I love, 
I love PVE games. PVE games are great because you it's just like you and a couple friends playing against yeah. zombies or or whatever. It's like it's not it's not as competitive. You know what I mean? You don't have to worry about some dude showing up out of nowhere and just wrecking your shit. You know what I mean? It's just you can actually uh, have fun with that. Uh, that being said, you never I'm played World War to... Z, did you? Did you ever play World no. War Z? No, I really, it, I really I, wanted me, to. Me, Dorian, and Caboose had a blast playing. It, it's Left for Dead, but with but but a third person person perspective. That's all it and is. It's like there's like hordes, aren't there? Yeah, yeah. It, it, dude, yeah. it's so much fun. All these zombies come. You throw a grenade and just it blows, and they just fly everywhere. It's just all imagine right, Left for Dead. I'm gonna have to hop off right now because okay, the internet. Cool. I mean, the electricity is gonna go off in two minutes. So I got to save my cool. stuff. Uh, you guys have a wonderful rest of the podcast. Uh, if you guys ever want to, I'm getting my 100 megabyte line installed on Monday. So next week I'll be streaming. Uh, Dorian, if you ever play Apex, uh, Apex, hit me up. I'll be there with you. For sure, right, Later, guys. We'll, we'll get to see it set up. All right, later, Josh. All right, it's me and Dorian for the last bit of uh, this uh, episode. We don't have that much more to talk about. The last thing I, I, I have on here is... John Romero, bro, uh, the co-creator of Doom, he, in an interview, he talked a lot about a lot of different things. I think the thing that people most stuck to was his comments about the FPS genre, which obviously he was a pioneer in. He talked about Battle Royale, things like Fortnite or Apex Legends. being uh, The Battle Royale being a genre uh, is more like a feature, not the future. He says there really hasn't been that much progression in FPS except for Call of Duty or Half-Life, where Half-Life went more storytelling route. Call of Duty was objective-based. But he just says, in general, FPSs are pretty much the same as they were before. Um, He does talk about RPGs and how RPGs used to be this nerd thing that only the, the... biggest nerds would do but now a lot of rpg elements are being integrated into a lot of different games uh action adventure games fps's all that stuff with skill trees branches and all that stuff i mean what do you think uh i think i i kind of agree with him because like although i love my battle royale games like apex and things like that like uh i got a good example is for me uh like playing i, I played apex first and just have been playing that like nonstop over the past year and I've been loving it. But then I actually went back to Titanfall two and I actually am starting I've started I got a good chunk within the storyline of Titanfall two and I'm oh, loving I love I'm that. Loving, oh, yeah. I'm loving the storyline more than the actual like the actual feet the, the multiplayer. Playing, multi multiplayer. So it's it's interesting. Like I love the multiplayer and I love Apex Legends. But if I had to trade Apex Legends like cause that's just a, a battle royale, it's free. There's no story driven to it. If I had to trade that over playing the story mode for Titanfall two, I'd pick Titanfall two. So I agree with him in saying it's more of just a feature and it's not really like the 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 future of gaming and, and specifically with first person shooters because if I had to choose I'm going with Titanfall two and that's just me only playing playing Titanfall 2 for about two week, two and a half weeks now, and I've been playing Apex for over a year and a half. So I definitely agree with what he's saying on that. Yeah, because originally the, these Battle Royale modes, basically he, he says that Battle Royale is just uh, one of uh, many different types of deathmatch modes. You know, you know, you have team deathmatch, deathmatch, capture the flag, all, all this object-oriented deathmatches. Um you know, I remember playing Halo multiplayer a ton, like both with friends over LAN or or online, and and you know you would have, you know, they didn't have the concept of you know a closing circle or or whatnot, but they did have 
you, you get dropped in and it's like a, a free for all right <laughs> kill kill them all type of scenario whether in teams or by yourself you know um so it's not that that different they've just been able to kind of molded it into to today's modern gaming world with one it being free to adding different things cosmetics it's it's a social thing now yeah um, like with overwatch and with apex like even though it's 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 its own game like they'll do little story animations like give you a little bit of backstory that you're not going to actually play but like try to get you more attached to the characters but it's not going to be the same as you actually playing through a story and and getting attached to the characters mm -hmm. yourself so that's that's another reason why it's i think it's still more of a feature rather than a, a, the future because you're more attached to the characters you spend time with and you know their actual history rather than you just see an animation or you get a little comic or something like that online what Speaking of Halo, how far did you ever get in Halo? I stopped because somebody like I was supposed to be playing with Tony to do like two players, so I haven't played. Uh, I'm I'm not touching it until I get multiplayer. People told me don't play without unless you're playing with friends. So I'm just been holding off until I. I, I yeah, co-op is the, the most fun. Yeah, so I'm 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 stopping until I get a co-op, like until I get people to play with, and then once I get like a set schedule, then I'll maybe stream it like from the the very beginning because I have the the one on the Game Pass one where it's the um the Master Chief collection. Master Chief collection. Yeah, it's like one, two, three. Does it have four in that one? I believe I don't. I believe it has four, and then there were like two other ODST. Yeah. ODST. Uh, yeah, I've played them all. Uh, oh no, I haven't. There's one I haven't. I haven't played five. I haven't Ooh. played five. I actually have it. I actually have it on, uh, but I, I've never played it just because, uh, you know, there's a big period of time that where like I was only playing like one game at a time. And uh, I just ended up not playing that one for some reason. Uh, but I will eventually start playing that one. Um, but yeah, uh, I think for me, like, coming late to this ps4 system and playing the exclusive it's it's like i'm at the point where okay bef i've always been kind of more team xbox right mm -hmm. like i bought the first xbox the xbox 360 i did buy a ps3 at late in the cycle but i never really i told you all the problems i had with the last of us technical issues so i never really got into the ps3 but with the ps4 now with playing last of us part two also um playing ghost of tsushima right now I also bought Spider-Man, which I haven't started yet. Ooh. God of War, I did start, but haven't finished yet. Uh, the Uncharted Collection and uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. It's like, okay, now this next generation, uh, PS5 versus Xbox Series X, is more of a toss-up for me. Like, which one am I going to go with? You know, like, let's see what happens with this Xbox Series X showcase that's coming up in a couple weeks. Yeah, I, I, I gotta say, they really have to, I think they have to show a good chunk of, of original I, IPs that they're going to produce either for the Xbox One X or for the future. Because, that, like, you just listed off five phenomenal games that are going to be able to be transferred over to the PS5. Like, a lot of people are, are going to be playing Spider-Man for the first time just because of the Miles Morales thing. So, there's already going to be a, a, that fan base there because of all these other games that are being transferred. So, Xbox really has to deliver the attractive games. So, people are going to be like, oh, wait, all right, well, let me... Those those look just as good as as the PS4 so or the PS5 uh, so it'll be interesting to see what they do on this July maybe the big announcement of of um the Xbox wants to maybe by the time that 
uh, uh, announcement comes around or the day comes around, they can announce. That's by the time the the WB contract or the acquire yeah. that is all falling through, and they that can be their big announcement, and they can just list off a couple of IPs that they're going to be working on. I think that would be something exciting. So I don't know. We'll see what they they deliver, but I think it has to be something big for to in order to to compete with PS Five. Let me ask you something. I know you and Caboose are huge Mortal Kombat fans. Let's say Microsoft acquires WB Interactive and mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat becomes an Xbox exclusive. Like, is that a guarantee for you to buy an Xbox? I mean, I get like if it's if that, if that's what they introduce, like Mortal Kombat, the next Mortal Kombat is on yes. the Xbox One X. I mean, One X uh, Series X. Series then, X. Yeah, I'd, pro- I'd probably I'd probably get it just for that. I don't know because I feel like. Right now, it's specifically with Mortal Kombat 11, there are constant updates and new characters being added on. So it would have to be really something different than this new game to really draw my attention. Because what's, I wish, if, unless they can just do a, a major update from Mortal Kombat 11 and transfer it over, I don't know. I'd, it, would have to, it would have to be something bigger than just Mortal Kombat, just because of how close Mortal Kombat 11 has been to, to all this. And it's still getting updates and new characters being added on the new DLC. So it would have to be. A big difference. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But um, but yeah, I it would it wouldn't just have to be Mortal Kombat for me. I'm already Team Xbox, so you know that. Especially mm-hmm. like I'm the opposite of you. I can't. I got an Xbox late, uh, late uh-huh. later instead of uh. I was always Team PS4. So the only reason I'm still more Team Xbox at the moment just because of the graphics and how like just the how it's able to handle better things versus my old PS4. So it's going to be different once, like you said, it's a toss-up now moving into this next-gen just because they're kind of on equal play, it feels, besides PS4 having a better catalog of original games. Yeah, I mean, me, I've been Team Xbox. One, Halo is a huge Halo fan, so I had to play. Like, the first Halo for me, it was, like, you know, a game-changer for me. And and uh, I mean, there's two reasons I've kept with Xbox and and they actually have less to do with games. It's one I like the 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 UI mm-hmm. of the actual system. I like better. I think it's more intuitive than the in, than the PlayStations. Um, and then second, I like the controller better. But you know, playing this PS4 gen, uh, generation of games, I'm like, wow, PS the PlayStation has these really cool exclusives in in God of War and Uncharted and Last of Us and. Hopefully, I like I said, I haven't played Spider-Man or Horizon Zero Dawn yet. But let's say they're as good as people say. Then you add those two, and you got these all these franchises that are are killer. Where you need to add Xbox... Infamous. Sorry, you need to add Infamous. Have you played the Infamous games? No. Okay, you got to add those to your. You got to add those to your list because that was that was the first. I remember that's the whole reason I got the PS4 is because that was the first exclusive for the PS4 is Infamous Second Son. Like that's how they marketed it. So. You got to get down. I love, I love that franchise. If you could make one, if we can adapt another uh, video game television series, that's the next series that deserves it. But please add that to your list. That is one of my favorite franchises. Yeah, and so with Xbox, you've got Halo, like I mentioned. You have Gears of War, but then you have other ones that I'm not that into, like Sea of Thieves. Which yeah, I mean, I'm not yeah. You know, I, I heard that was fun or it was i heard it was a game that came out that was kind of incomplete but then they've added more and more stuff to it now and now it's more fun they had the forza motorsports exclusive but like to me like i'm not a big racing car fan one thing they recently added but it's not you know going to be out for a while which is outer worlds uh when they acquired obsidian uh that will be something i definitely will be looking forward to as an exclusive 
so they have less so for you know compared to to um to the playstation so we'll this this showcase in a couple of weeks is really going to tell me you know and i, I like, i'm okay. wondering if I'm wondering if they're going to I know there hasn't been any talk of anything uh, for VR in terms of Microsoft or Xbox, but I seriously think they should be considering considering that into the future consoles. Like I I only see the PSVR getting bigger, especially if they're going to do an update for the PS5 and all these other PC games are getting ported onto the PSVR. So I want to I hope Xbox gets back into the the VR game uh, in terms yeah. of their consoles. And I don't know why. Very they, surprised. Uh, like, I, I, I'm, I'm honestly, yeah, I'm, I'm shocked. So maybe that's, if they, if they announce that at the, the event too, I'll be happy. Like if they're, they're saying, all right, we got to, imagine they, they acquire WB, you get another VR, you get, you introduce some VR stuff and then you can do some VR games in terms of like how they did the Batman Arkham Knight type of uh, the game, but make it more like actual your uh, actual combat person instead of you doing like clicking the puzzle so i that would be something i think they could definitely try to to win over versus sony what they're doing right now with iron man and and the next installment in their vr stuff so i don't know i'm i'm surprised that they haven't already but hopefully they will in the future yeah they have no i mean at least officially they have no plans on doing vr in this the generation which is weird because they have all these uh, Windows compatible virtual reality headsets. I mean, right. you when you're playing VR games, you're using Windows 10, you know, to, to play them on Steam or whatever else. And you're you're whether you have like an Oculus or Index or HTC Vive or one of those HP headsets. It's like, imagine if Xbox Series X has some sort of pl- breakout box that lets you plug in any of those devices that you already own Ooh. you know oh you Dennis, like think Dennis, about that might, hold on you might just you might just gave them the the, the key because how the people <laughs> with the playstation you have a box that you hook to the playstation it's not directly going into it so yeah. yeah if you could do something like that where it's just like a it reads it in and out like how the yeah. capture card or something oh all right Xbox, Microsoft, listen to our podcast. We just gave you some some great ideas if yeah. you're not already doing it. Yeah, and send me a check if you yeah, you, inspired copy, you. Yeah, trademark. We got we got to trademark this conversation. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, like so something like that would be kind of game changing or groundbreaking. But but you know it doesn't sound likely given given what they've been saying. But in terms of the game exclusive, they realized they needed a lot more than just Halo and Gears. So we'll see. We'll see what's up there. Also, the other thing, too, is like Halo and Gears are very like they're even the ones a third person, one's a first person, but they're they're shooters, right? Uh, mm-hmm. One's a FPS, one's a third person one. What they need to do is get into some of this uh, action adventure. Yeah. That, yeah. Story based games like Uncharted, Last of Us, God of War. Like, yes, there's action to it, but there's you need some sort of RPG slash adventure storyline focus on there that, that I think Xbox is, is currently lacking. Like besides, I know there's some, I'm, I'm newer to the Xbox franchise. I know like I can, I can list all the, I can't iconic characters. I know before like master chief is probably one of the only people I can tell you, like from all those video game franchises, that is like one of those iconic 
people uh, people to transfer over from any of the Xbox games. Like if, if you if you could list ten ten iconic characters, like I can give you Nathan Drake, I can give you Spider Man, I can give you all these iconic characters that have lasted impacts from the PS4 games. So I don't really think Xbox has too many of those like story driven yeah. games that can produce like here's our iconic character that people will know for the rest of yeah. time. Like there's no Joel Joel type figure or there's no person like all they have is master chief right now i mean other people will say characters from gears but not like like marcus phoenix but none of them reach the level of of master chief in halo and Mm -hmm. you know with with the playstation and and like nathan drake and and joel and and whatnot they they don't have outside master chief they don't really have that yet so we'll see. I'm excited to see what happens, but hopefully it's a it's a it's a big thing. Yeah. Um so yeah, I think that's it in terms of uh, our topics. Like we mentioned before, we're going to have a bunch of Ghost of Shima stuff coming up very soon, early next week. Reviews, non-spoiler spoilers, live streams, walkthroughs. Um and we will have a yeah, Last we'll, have a, part two, spoiler we'll have review. a Paper Mario review on the website. Not sure about the video side of things, but people can look out for that on the website side, too. Yeah, what, what is it, like origami? You and yeah, me don't have paper. a Switch, so... I, I mean, I do have a Switch, but I'm not... I don't. I, uh, that's all great. That's all of Greg's alley. I, was, I, I, can't, I couldn't try to play that, the, the Mario game, and Ghost of Tsushima. It's two, they're two no, opposites of left field. Is, you know, after, you know, Last of Us Part Two and, like, binging that playing that and now binging playing ghost of shima it's a, these games are very i mean that's the thing i love these type of games but they are time consuming hell yeah it's, it's a it's a marathon i got my water bottle right here i got a i got a blanket got my little neck rest it's like yeah. snuggled in trying to like hunker down for a war or something okay all right so i think you and me got to get back to playing ghost of shima well first i got to edit this podcast and post it but uh where can people find you dorian Find me on Twitter, Dorian Parks and Rec. Find me on Instagram, Dorian Parks. And I'll be on the Collider Games channel here every day doing streams, posting news updates, things like that. So you can find me anywhere. Yeah. And you guys can find me on Twitter at ThinkHero or Instagram, Dennis.TZNG. Make sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Collider Games. Also subscribe to our podcast feed, the Collider Factor feed, where we have this every single week, plus reviews and interviews you know we had the troy baker interview we had the dante bosco interview they're yes. both on the channel and the podcast feed um we might be doing we might be doing one for ghost of shishima but i'm not 100 sure yet but we definitely will be put posting that spoilers uh, ghost of shishima review up on the podcast feed as well all right uh until next time we'll see you guys later peace it's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
I have PenFed, that's a fact. I have PenFed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's Power Cash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, figgins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.